What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Casts and Campfires. Thanks for checking it out. This week, I've got a special episode for you guys. I was doing some uh, just blog reading and article browsing online the other day, and I came across this website called newventuretravels.com, and they had a pretty cool article uh, on their website. It's a cool website. You should check it out. Um, Lots of cool things on there, but I found a cool article that was 20 questions, trivia, and conversation starters for your camping trip, and I was like, this is really cool. We're going camping this weekend, and I thought it'd be kind of cool to take this along maybe and, and do this with the family, but I thought it'd also be kind of cool to just do this on the podcast, so we're going to do this together. Um, so the trivia questions, I I peeked at the answer. So I know the answers. I'm going to ask the questions and leave them up to you guys. Uh, but those I'll save those to the end. So I'm going to do some would you rather some if you could and tell me about and then trivia questions. And there's like I said, there's 20, 20 questions in total. So let's jump right into it. Would you rather camp on the beach or in the mountains? For me, this is easy mountains all day long. Uh, I live in the Ozark Mountains. So you know, small mountain range. I'd love to go to the Rockies or the Appalachian Mountains uh, and camp. I've been to the beach before. I'm of the opinion that the beach is boring. Uh, there's just nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing you can do. Sit on the beach. Because I can't surf. I, you know, I'm not taking out a sailboat. I'm not, you know, fishing in the surf or whatever. You know, you can wade out a little ways. But there's sharks that come in close. Like, I just, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the beach in general. Um, it's fun for like a day, but... I wouldn't want to camp on the beach, but I love the mountains. Mountains usually mean forests, they mean trails, they mean um, cliffs and valleys and rivers and just everything that I think is amazing about nature is in the mountains. Uh, so I would much rather camp in the mountains. Number two, camp in an RV or tent. For me, this is easy again, tent. I'm not against RV camping. My parents have a camper, um, never camped in like an RV, RV, just campers. Um, but I would throw those kind of in the same category <clears throat> for me though. I'm tent camping all day, every day, love camping in tents. I don't know. I just feel like it's more relaxing to me. Um, so, so yeah, I would choose tent over RV camping, car camping or backpacking. This is an interesting one because I, I really like both of these things. I have plans to turn my truck into a camper uh, of sorts, not like a full-blown camper like you see online sometimes. Um, just like a very basic camping setup. So like if I ever go on an overnight kayak or boat trip or camping trip or, or whatever, I can just, you know, sleep in the back of the truck, uh, back seat or the bed or something like that. So I'm currently like floating some ideas and designs and things to try to turn my truck into a little like one person camper. So, uh, I would pick car camping over backpacking. Although I do like the idea of backpacking and just living out of whatever you've got in your rucksack. Um, you know, that's, I do that in the army occasionally, you know, in, in basic training AIT, you, you do that, you ruck into a place and then you just set up camp, uh, you know, in your field training exercises. And, you know, we still do that, do that in some way, you know, even with, uh, drills every now and then in the national guard. So backpacking, if you're not doing it in the army setting, which is kind of intense, um, 
I can see how it would be a lot of fun and relaxing, but I would go with car camping because I'm already planning on doing that anyway. Hear a coyote crying or a bear sniffing around you next, or sorry, around next to your tent in the middle of the night. I don't know. I got to go coyote on this one because I think a coyote, like I could hold my own. I don't think I could take a coyote. Like I think it would probably still maul me or kill me. Uh, but I think with the coyote, at least I have a better chance. There, there's no way that if I get into a scuffle with a bear that I'm coming out alive. Now, depending on where I'm camping, I usually am armed with, you know, like a, a pistol or something, but I don't think that my nine millimeter pistol is going to handle a bear if it, you know, is sniffing around the tent and decides that it wants to attack me. So I'm going coyote on this one, even though to be fair, I think hearing a coyote cry would be more terrifying than a bear sniffing. I think if you figure out that it's the coyote or the bear, I'd rather deal with the coyote uh, than the bear. If it's just the sounds, like you don't have to confront this animal, I guess, uh, the bear, because I could just let it sniff around. And then if it, you know, moseys off and doesn't harm me or my family, then I guess that'd be fine. But um, if I'm getting into a fight with these animals, I'm going coyote because I have a better shot of surviving. Um, that's an interesting question. All right, go hiking, fishing, go to a hot spring, or just chill at the campsite tomorrow. You guys know me. I'm going fishing. Um, although chilling at the campsite is a close, close second. I love just chilling at the campsite, reading a book, um, just, well, depending on where you're at, if you're at the river or the lake, just looking out over the water, um, it's so relaxing and peaceful, but you know me, I, I gotta go fishing. I love fishing. It's my favorite activity, favorite hobby, um, by a mile. So I'm going fishing there with chilling at the campsite as a close second. All right, moving on, 6 through 10, if you could. So if you could go camping at any national park, which one would you want to visit? I, I think Yellowstone. Um, there's a few that I think I would really like to go to, um, but I think Yellowstone is probably on the top of my list of places that I want to go camp at. Um, so definitely Yellowstone there, with, like I said, lots of others um, that are on my bucket list, but Yellowstone is probably number one. <laughs> All right, number seven, if you could camp anywhere in the world next weekend, where would you go? This is a pretty tough one because, like I said, there's so many places in the United States that I want to camp. But honestly, I, I've been following this other YouTube channel, uh, Explorebound, for several months now. And he, um, he does a lot of 4x4 and like off-road camping in Australia out of his, his truck. Um, but he has it like all rigged out and like, it's, it's a whole camping setup, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so in watching some of his videos, I've found that like some of the Australian, like outback and just the landscapes of Australia are, are beautiful in their own way. The United States I think is, is more beautiful, but it's because I like mountains and trees and rivers and things. Um, but the Australian outback and a lot of that terrain and landscape is also very beautiful. So I, I would probably say somewhere in Australia. Now, I know that there are tons of deadly animals that will just straight up murder you for no reason in Australia. Like it's insane the amount of deadly animals that live in Australia, but I still think I would want to camp there. 
I've seen enough like Animal Planet and Outdoor Channel and like I said, that YouTube uh, channel and all kinds of travel stuff in Australia. And I just think that I'd, I would love to go camp in Australia. Um, but that's a tough question because there's like, I could probably think of a dozen places off the top of my head that I would love to go camping. But anywhere in the world, I'm probably going to go Australia because I think it would be a really cool experience. <laughs> Number eight, if you could make any dessert over the campfire tonight, what would you want? So we have these little like pie cookers. Um, I don't even know what they're called, but it's like it's on a hinge and it's got two cast iron like square uh, plates kind of and then they fold together and latch. And then we can put anything we want inside of that and cook it right over the fire. Um, we've done it with s'mores and we've done it with like pies and all kinds of things. The, um, the s'mores are probably the best because you can use them. You can use it with bread, right? So we use like cinnamon bread and then do chocolate and marshmallows. Put it all in this little cooker, put it over the fire, flip it, you know, a couple of times and then eat that. That is freaking delicious. Like, it's probably the most amazing thing I've ever eaten. Um, so I've got to go with that. I, I would just call it a s'more, but it's like, it's so much more than that, right? It's like a s'more cinnamon bread sandwich type of concoction. Um, but it's incredible. And I'm I, like I said, I don't know what we call it, but that's what I'm going with. If I'm making any dessert over the campfire tonight, that's what I'm making. I'm taking cinnamon bread, Hershey's chocolate or Reese's, uh, depending on what, you, what you're feeling. And then marshmallows in the middle, press them together, put them in those cookers or in that uh, cast iron cooker, put it in the fire, let it cook until the bread is nice and uh, crispy, like toast, uh, and then just enjoy. It's, it's incredible. You guys need to try it. Number nine, if you could choose either to camp by yourself with no one else around or in a crowded campsite which one would you choose? Now, this is a kind of a weird question now that I'm actually reading it more, <laughs> like more closely. Uh, I would love to camp by myself. Like, I think that would be a lot of fun, but, and with no one else around, I think that would be really peaceful and enjoyable. I could really, you know, relax and, you know, unwind. And, um, I think that would be really enjoyable, but to be fair, part of the reason that I love camping is the people that I do it with. So like my family, um, like my immediate family, my wife, my two boys, uh, but also like my parents, my brothers, my sister-in-law, my extended family. So part of the reason I love camping is who I'm going with. So I, I'd probably go with a crowded campsite, honestly, because at least there's, you know, going to, I know that there's going to be those people around that I love being around and camping with, um, guys that I love to fish with and that kind of thing. So I, I'm probably going to go crowded campsite, even though. I think either one of those would be really enjoyable for me. Um, I don't mind being alone. I love alone time. Uh, I love to read. I love to write, uh, podcast, make videos, you know, that kind of thing, fish. Um, so I love, I would love either one of those to be fair, but if I've got to choose between the two, I'm probably going crowded campsite. Um, cause I know that the people that are crowding up that campsite are going to be my family who I love being around anyway. So I'm going crowded campsite there. All right, if you could have any comfort from home on your camping trip, what would you bring with you? Either my laptop or my, well, I usually take my Switch um, and my phone. 
to be fair, a lot of the places we go, we don't have a lot of service um, around the lake and <clears throat> down at the river and whatever. So it wouldn't do much good anyway <laughs> to bring any like comfort from home uh, as far as like electronics and that kind of thing goes. Um, I usually take my Bible. That's a comfort for me. Um, so I guess for me, it'd be my laptop, even though I, I wouldn't really use it that much, honestly, maybe just for doing some writing, like offline writing or, you know, computer cleanup or just random things. Uh, but I, I wouldn't use it for like work or editing videos or anything like that. But I guess it would be a comfort that I'd like to have with me just to have with me, um, have the option of doing something. Like I said, I, I normally take my Kindle with me with all my books downloaded so I can read um, anyway, I don't use the internet because like I said, I don't have service, but so I guess my laptop, since I already take my Kindle would be the thing that the comfort I would take from home. All right, moving on next section. Tell me about number 11. Tell me about the craziest or scariest camping experience you've had. So craziest, <clears throat> let's see. It wasn't all that scary. I mean, it was kind of scary for like a, a few minutes, but the craziest camping experience I guess I've ever had <clears throat> was the the night before my high school graduation. So the night before my high school graduation, me and three of my buddies decided to go camping. And uh, hang on, let me get a drink of water. We decided to go float the river, camp, and then get up and do a short float the next day pack up, go home, get ready and go uh, to graduation that evening. <clears throat> and we get out on the water, have a great day the first day, floating, uh, fishing, swimming. We had a great day. We get to where we're going to set up camp. And since there were four of us, right, we got two guys in two tents. Four guys in two tents, so two apiece in each tent <clears throat> is where I was going with that. Um, so the guy that I'm sharing the tent with, he, it's his tent and we go to set it up and he had forgotten one of the poles and it was one of these, like, you know, you just have two poles that cross on your tent. It wasn't anything elaborate. So if you're missing one of the two poles, the tent won't set up. And uh, so we decided, all right, we'll just lay the tent out. Let's make the most of it. We graduate tomorrow. Let's not ruin the night, right? Let's make the most of it. So we'll just lay the tent out put our sleeping bags on top and we'll just lay on top. It's going to be a warm night anyway. It's May, right? It's, it's make it a little chilly, but it's going to probably be fine in the night. So we lay down, we go to sleep and we hear like a rustling sound in the middle of the night that wakes us up because <clears throat> we're out, you know, with it. And we like wake up and we turn and look and there is a raccoon like who has knocked over our cooler and it's just rummaging through our, our food, just like stealing everything it can get its grubby little paws on. And it terrified us. I don't know if you've ever looked a raccoon in the eyes as it's actively stealing your food from your campsite. Um, but I was filled with both fear and hatred at the same time. Because one, I was terrified this thing was going to just attack us because it, it saw us. <clears throat> but two, I was, I was like, filled with hatred and anger because I was like, that's our food. Like we don't have anything to eat the rest of the time we're out here now, but it got everything you could get its hands on. It saw us, it bolted. Luckily didn't, you know, we didn't have to fight it or anything like that. Uh, but we were pretty low on food the next couple of days. It had taken like a, a package of deli meat and like 
I don't know, some cheese or something. It, it taken some sandwich stuff. So we didn't have all of our sandwich stuff the next day. So we had to make do with what we had. Um, that was probably the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in a camping experience. Uh, and it was pretty scary too, honestly. Like I said, I woke up to a raccoon, you know, probably six feet maybe from my face um, with its arms full of my food. So <laughs> it was pretty scary. Um, not so scary that like I peed myself or thought I was going to die, but uh, I, I thought I was going to have to fight a raccoon. So kind of scary. All right. Tell me about number 12. Tell me about your favorite campsite you've been to based on the scenery. Um, it may have been that same campsite. Honestly, we just kind of pitched our tents on the riverbank and it was on the Buffalo river, which is already very beautiful. Um, so it's, it was either that or, uh, I, we camp at Bull Shoals all the time, just at the, you know, at the campgrounds, but the scenery is beautiful. There are lots of trees. Um, the campgrounds are always on points overlooking the, the main channel of the lake. Um, and Bull Shoals is a beautiful lake, lots of bluff walls and trees and undeveloped shoreline. Um, so it's just, it's very beautiful. So probably one of those two, either, um, that time I camped, you know, before graduation on the Buffalo river, just on the riverbank or, um, really anywhere on Bull Shoals that we've camped because now certain spots are better than others at those campgrounds, but in general, all of those spots of those campground sites, um, they've got a beautiful view of the lake. So probably either one of those, Buffalo River or Bull Shoals Lake, which I grew up camping on both of those. So I may be a little biased. Uh, that's just how I feel about it. Number 13, your most memorable camping trip. I, <laughs> um, well, it was either the graduation night story um, or there was one time that me and my youngest brother decided to go camping and I'll probably tell this whole story. I'll have him on uh, the podcast maybe sometime in the future and we'll tell this whole story. <laughs> but we went camping at my grandparents. They have a bunch of land down in North Arkansas and we went camping on their land and, um, we had some sort of animal just like chilling around our, just at the periphery you know, at the edges of our campsite. Um, they were just chilling, walking around, stalking us a little bit, just checking out the campsite. And, uh, we, you know, had some interactions with it in some sense, you know, and then we ended up like, we weren't sure what this animal was. Um, but it sounded pretty large, which I know in the woods that can, you can, that can all be skewed, especially at night. Um, but it sounded like a large animal. We couldn't really get it to go away or leave us alone. So we ended up sleeping in my car that night, uh, on my grandparents' property. So not even like out in the wilderness, just on my grandparents' property, we slept in my car. So that was a pretty memorable experience. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll have him on the, the podcast, you know, in the future. And we'll, we'll talk about that night in detail, but I'd say that's probably the most memorable, uh, you know, that, or waking up to the raccoon, you know, stealing my food was probably, <laughs> the most memorable. Um, let's see. Tell me about number 14. Tell me about where you want to camp next. Uh, so I'll tell you where we are camping next. And that is at Table Rock, uh, uh, Table Rock State Park in, uh, in Branson. It's really close to, to where I live, uh, maybe 20, 30 minutes from, from where I live. Beautiful state park. Um, got, a couple of hiking trails, you know, of course it's right on Table Rock Lake, a uh, good playground, 
Um, it, it's a really nice campground and it's at the state park. So really well maintained, uh, really beautiful place. So that's where we're, we are camping next. Um, where I would want to camp next, honestly, is either somewhere in Colorado or uh, Oregon, maybe. Um, there's a few places that I just know are beautiful out there. Now, there's, like I said before, there's tons of places all over the country I would love to camp. Um, but I think Colorado or Oregon maybe would be top two as far as like other places, other states <clears throat> I'd like to go. Um, I mentioned Yellowstone as well. That'd be a, a really high up that list, up on that list as well. Um, but really anywhere out like west or northwest of, you know, where we're at. I'm in the Midwest. So anywhere west of, of me, I know there's lots of beautiful places out there um, to camp. And I would love, love to go out there, any of those places. All right, number 15, tell me about your worst night of sleep you've gotten camping. Now, I could say either, you know, sleeping in my car or the, the raccoon incident at the river. But honestly, this one is probably... <laughs> At basic training. Now it's not technically camping. It was a field training exercise. So you go through three FTXs, field training exercises in basic training. Um, the hammer, the anvil, and the forge. The forge is the last one. It's the longest one. You're out three days, two nights. You uh, you hike or ruck. Uh, I want to say it's like 12 miles maybe. Um, it's been a few years since I did it. Uh, like 12 miles out to you know your your field training site, you set up your your outpost and um, battlements and things like that, and you're just there for three days, defending this you know outpost that you've set up and you know doing different um, formations, tactics, all kinds of training and things out there. And in the in basic training, the goal of the drill sergeants is to make you as miserable as possible. In the forge, they take that up a notch and they go even further. And they literally try to keep you awake all night. They they ambush you. They they do all sorts of just crazy things to make those three days as miserable as possible, uh, essentially. And <clears throat> so the worst night of sleep that I've gotten out in nature is how I would, you know, it, like I said, it's not camping, it's field training, but out in nature was that last night, last night of the forge because all the drill sergeants ambushed our our outpost, our, our encampment, uh, they ambushed it and simulated an attack. They, you know, simulated, killed a bunch of people. Um, they made us, you know, drag bodies up hills, again, bodies, um, dead people up the hills and do different, you know, triage and, and field medicine and all first aid, and all of that kind of thing in the middle of the night. So, I don't remember what time this was. It was probably somewhere around midnight to 3 a.m. is when these attacks all happened. You know, you're up doing uh, guard duty and watch anyway. You're like 50% security, sometimes more. So you're like sleeping for an hour, up for an hour, that kind of thing. And then you get hit with this and you're up the rest of the night. And then you had to hike back to the barracks. So, um, or rock back to the barracks. So that was definitely the, the worst night of sleep I've ever gotten outdoors ever. Um, I basically got like one or two hours of sleep that night. Most of it was simulating combat and then uh, first aid for casualties and then having to just do ridiculous, you know, things because we messed up and we made mistakes and that kind of thing. 
Um, so that was definitely the worst night of sleep I've ever gotten outdoors. Um, camping, probably the worst. It would be, you know, that night that my brother and I were at my grandparents'. Um, we didn't sleep a whole lot. Now, once we got into my car, we did sleep the rest of the night, but that was like middle of the night as well. So it was definitely at basic training was the worst, but camping specifically, it was that night with my brother, uh, my grandparents. So a little bit of a, you know, a loophole in that question to, to tell you about basic training, but that was definitely the worst. All right. And finally travel trivia. So like I said, I'm going to ask these questions. I have the answers to them. And I'm going to leave them for you guys. So down in the comments, leave your answers. Um, you know, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, reach out to me on my social media. It's just the, Fre- the Freedom Fisherman on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, and here on YouTube as well. Um, and on TikTok. It's just the Freedom Fisherman. So reach out to me with your answers. Um, really, it's just for fun. There's no prize or anything like that. I just want to see what you guys know about um, some travel trivia. I didn't know any of these answers until I read this article, so that was interesting. So let's go through these. I'll give you the questions, and then, like I said, I've got the answers. Leave them down in the comments. If you comment with the correct answer to a question, I'll let you know, yes, that's the correct answer, um, so that you'll know that, and we can you know, have a little bit of a conversation. It'll be fun. All right, number one, or it's number 16, but number one of the trivia. What is the most visited national park in the USA. Most visited national park in the USA. Drop it down in the comments, reach out to me on social media, and let me know if you know the answer. Number two, or I'll I'll just do the numbers that they have here. 17. How many national parks are there in total in the USA? 48, 52, 58, or 62? How many national parks are there in total in the USA? 48, 52, 58, or 62? This kind of surprised me, to be honest with you. They all surprised me because I didn't know the answer, uh, but this one was a little bit surprising. All right, number 18. What country created the first national park in the world? This was crazy to me. I didn't have any idea. This was kind of a, uh, this was a really cool piece of trivia. So what country created the first national park in the world? Pretty interesting question. Number 19. What decade was Smokey the Bear born? Was he born in the 40s? That's 1940s. 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, or 1970s? What decade was Smokey the Bear born? And finally, number 20. How do you put out a campfire properly? What is the proper technique or method for putting out a campfire safely and efficiently? How do you put out a campfire properly? I didn't know this. We usually just dump water on it, let it burn out or whatever, because we've got a little fire pit thing. But there is a, a way, the U.S. Forest Service website describes a, a like an actual process for putting out a campfire properly. What is that process to put out the campfire properly? So leave your answers to those questions down in the comments. Or like I said, if you're listening to the audio version of this, which will come out uh, after the video, just shortly after the video podcast, 
then uh, reach out to me on social media and give me the answers and I will let you guys know every comment, every message, everything that I get with an answer, I'll make sure to respond to you guys and let you know, yes, that's correct or no, that's not correct. Um, so leave those down in the comments and uh, we'll have a little bit of conversation there. But there you go, guys. 20 questions, uh, 20 questions, conversation starters, trivia, um, for your next camping trip. I had a lot of fun with this. I loved reading this article. Like I said, I'm think I'm thinking about taking it on our camping trip this weekend um, to do it, you know, with our family and, and see what their thoughts are, just to have some good conversation and uh, some fun around the campfire. But uh, let me know what you guys think about these questions. Answer some of these questions. Go back through and listen to the questions or go to the um, go to newventuretravels.com and, and read the article comment and uh, message me your answers to these questions. I want to know what you'd, you know, would you rather, or if you could, or, you know, the, your stories, your camping stories, I'd love to hear those. So uh, connect with me in the comments or messages on social media with your answers to these questions. Guys, thanks so much for checking out another episode of Casting Campfires, and we will see you on the next one.